Dr. Cassidy Sid Jackson gripped the sides of her head as she curled into a ball on her bed. The incessant pounding was bad enough, but it felt as if something were trying to punch through her brain. It was almost as if a dragon were trying to break free. However, no matter how much she reached out or tried to break down the wall to stop the pounding, nothing happened. After three hours of fighting, Sid was close to giving up. Gritting her teeth, she pushed aside that feeling. She'd been waging this internal battle for over twenty years, and she wasn't about to give up. The people of Stonefire relied on her. While a new junior doctor would be arriving in a few weeks, if Sid embraced the madness now, Stonefire would be left unprotected. As memories of births, deaths, and even setting bones flashed inside her mind, the pounding eased a fraction. Sid was the reason so many clan members had pulled through and survived. Giving in to the madness would be selfish. Letting out a growl, she pushed against the invisible wall in her mind. Stop it! The clan needs us! The banging paused a second before it began again, albeit more quietly. The change in volume usually signalled that Sid was close to getting a grip on herself. I need to check on Nicky and Samira's babies. Also, I need to check Bram's heart after his chest pains yesterday. Any and all of them could die if I can't work. The ghost force ceased pounding. Counting to sixty, Sid released her head and rolled over as she took a deep breath. Unless the pattern had changed from all of her previous episodes, she had won the battle for the time being. Staring at the ceiling of her bedroom, Sid wondered if she would win next time. The increased frequency of her spells was one of the reasons she'd pushed to take on a newly minted doctor from Clan Snowridge. While Bram had doubts about the Welsh Dragon Clan's loyalty, Stonefire's head protector, Kai, had thoroughly vetted Trehearn Lewis and cleared him. Sid slid off her bed and went to her dresser. Dawn might be two hours away, but there was no way she'd be able to sleep. Only a run would help her focus and allow her to regain her wits. She might even gain some semblance of peace, too, even if it didn't last long. Changing her clothes, she glanced at her reflection in the mirror. Her cheekbones were more pronounced than she liked, and the smudges under her eyes were darker than usual. The more frequent internal fights were taking their toll. If she were her own patient, she'd recommend a holiday. But she wasn't just anyone. She was Sid Jackson. Work kept her grounded. It gave her the energy to fight. A week or two without it could be the end of her. She turned from the mirror and began a series of stretches, while she had no desire to give in to madness and live out her days tied to a bed. It would happen sooner rather than later. All she could do in the present was continue to fight until she trained the junior doctor to take her place. She only hoped she wouldn't be in danger to anyone until that happened. After tying her running shoes, Sid exited her room and went down the stairs. As soon as she snuck out the back door, she looked up at the sky. The clouds kept the stars hidden from her, but she knew they would be shining through regardless. After so many years stargazing with her younger brother and father growing up, Sid knew them like the back of her hand. Rather than think of her long-dead family, Sid jogged toward the edge of the clan's land. The wind against her cheeks combined with the steady rhythm of her arms and feet, helped to ease her nerves. This was the closest thing to flying she could accomplish without riding in a blasted helicopter. No, 
she wouldn't think of flying. Whenever she thought of anything she missed from being in dragon form, it often brought back the infernal pounding. Blanking her mind, she kept up a brisk pace and followed the edge of the clan's lands, wishing she could reach out and touch the trees and undergrowth with her fingers. But over the last year and a half, Stonefire's leader, Bram, had built up their defences and nature was out of reach. Not that she could blame him, given the amount of attacks on Stonefire. Maybe she could sneak out and run up the hill adjacent to her clan's lands. No, she wouldn't risk it. Sid headed back in the direction of her cottage when the top of her head stung and pain raced through her body. As she fell to the ground, Sid made out the small shape of a flying drone before the world went black.